Hello and welcome to the Hormonal Mama podcast. I am your host, Kara Drescher. Today on the show, I have Jennifer Moss, the founder and CEO of the first ever baby naming website, babynames.com. Since its inception in 1996, babynames.com has grown to be the number one baby naming site. Jennifer has appeared on CNN, MSNBC, ESPN, and in written work in the New York Times, the Associated Press, and many more. Today we're talking about current baby naming trends, how babynames.com got started in the first place, and why she'd like to have a dinner party with Vincent Van Gogh and the 17th Earl of Oxford. So stay tuned, you will not want to miss this one. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. And I'm so pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. It is my absolute pleasure. How cool is it to be talking to you about your amazing website that's been around for such a long time, babynames.com. I want to just jump right in here and just get to know all about how you got started. I mean, like you said, you got started with your website in 1996, which, by the way, I was in high school. And that is so (laughs) cool and so amazing that you've had this for such a long time. So I want to jump right in. Tell me what motivated you to start this website and, you know, did it have anything to do with your goals to become a parent or anything like that? I want to hear all about it. Okay. Well, I have been a lifelong name enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I've always been interested in names. My sisters used to tease me because <laughs> as a child, I would go through the phone book and like read off interesting names, you know, and say, oh, listen to this, listen to this. That's like so cool. it always fascinated me for some reason. And um, when I graduated college, I became a software developer. So I had the computer skills. And when the internet opened for public use, it was right around 95, 96. Mm -hmm. I was like, um, I want to learn this. Like, I was so into it. I was like, this is the next big thing. And I already had the database of names and meanings that I had put together for a software program. Oh, how cool. That I sold about 10 copies of. but but still, I mean, come on. That's so cool. So I was like, this is the perfect platform for something like this. So I put it online. And even before I registered the domain name, people started coming to the site because they found it. They're like, this is so neat. I can look up baby names and meanings and origins. And I was like, this is so cool. So um, I went and and thought, I'm going to register this baby, this domain name. Mm -hmm. I got it confused with baby names. (laughs) And... um, What was so funny is that it was $100 because you had to uh, register it for two years back then. And I was like, oh, do I have the money for this? Because my daughter was like two and we, you know, it was kind of hand to mouth at the time. We were young parents. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll just do it. And it was the best decision I ever made because then it got into the search engines and, you know, the rest is history. So that's how it came about. <laughs> that is a really interesting story. And to be honest, not what I expected. Now, I can't tell you what I did expect because who knows. But yeah. I think that was really, really neat. And, you know, it it's just so funny to me. I know I keep, like, harping on this. But I think it is so 
crazy that, you know, like you said, 1996 was just when the internet was really like becoming a public domain where people were understanding what it was. You know, I even said to my husband earlier, I don't think I knew what a website was until like maybe 1999 or 2000 or something like that. So it's really cool to hear that you've had this awesome website for such a long time. Thank you. So I've got to ask then how you have managed to stay successful and in demand since this time, you know, mid 90s, I don't know, 1996. I don't even know how many years ago that is now, you know, because websites were were really new then, it's really interesting for me to hear how you've stayed in demand for that long. Well, you know, talking about the domain, that has a lot to do with it because people will just go to the browser bar Mm -hmm. and put in babynames.com just to see what's there, you know, and so we get a lot of traffic just by people typing in that. And um, the other thing is like when it started blowing up and I was like, I was still employed full time Mm -hmm. at another job and I was like, how am I going to manage this? So what I did was I recruited the smartest people that I knew, my mom and my sisters, to help me out with the site. And so we all became partners. And I think just having the diversity in our skill set and just kind of the enthusiasm for doing something as a family business Mm -hmm. really helped keep the site popular and keep us up with the trends. That's cool. You know, I I think that's just pardon my cheesy wording here, but I think that is so beautiful that you have that kind of relationship with your mom and your sisters to be able to Mm -hmm. say, let's do this business together. And that's, that's just something really special. And I think really unique because not only did you start this business together, you've continued to be successful for a really long time. And that just, to me, that just shows this strength in your family relationship. Thank you. And I think that's really I think lovely. it did strengthen our relationships. And since it launched, like my mom has passed mm-hmm. and one of my sisters have passed mm-hmm. and my sister passed her shares on to her two sons. Mm-hmm. So, and they're grown men now. Yeah. And when my daughter graduated college, I gave her a percentage of the company and my other sister gave her daughter. So now our next generation are adults and they're also participating in the site. And I just think that's so fun it and lovely. Is, you know, I, it's probably going to sound silly but I have chills just hearing you tell that story because that that in itself is something so special to be able to pass it on to like you said the next generation and it's Mm -hmm. just something that's going to continue to live on and grow and and be something really special within your family that's really great and that's that's fairly rare to to hear something like that so I think that's really really cool um in that same vein how did babynames.com grow to be the number one baby naming site? Well, we were the first, so I think that helped. <laughs> um, there weren't many other baby name sites. The only other site that launched in 1996 <laughs> was the U.S. Social Security baby names list. Oh, wow. And that's because Mike Shackelford, who was the actuary at the Social Security office at the time, um, thought it would be cool to start 
um, analyzing the names, the baby names, mm-hmm. and put them up as a list. And of course, now that's just, you know, the list to go to for the United States statistics because right. it shows the birth trends. Mm. Um, and it's due out this Friday for 2020. So we're really excited. Yeah. And that's going to be our next podcast episode. Oh, exciting. That's really <laughs> um, cool. So, yeah, but after that, there really weren't any websites out for a long time until about the 2000s that um, went off in different directions. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think being one of the first (laughs) really helped us because then we gained the following and people knew us. And also being a family-owned company, I think people really feel that. And I know in our community, they know it was run by a family and at first a family of women. So I think that made a big difference. Oh, I have to agree with you there. I mean, to me, anytime that I see a business that's family-owned family run it's very exciting to me because Mm -hmm. you know I'm a huge family person very close with my parents and my siblings and and so to see a family stick together and and be able to do that that is you know just as a consumer I can say I agree I think that's a huge factor and I think that's really really cool um so a little side note here I do have a question I'm curious you know obviously your daughter's an adult now she's not a young child but just Mm -hmm. a side note you know how did how has she felt about you know my mom started this amazing website about (laughs) baby names you know it's kind of you know I'm, I'm I'm curious how you know she's felt about this her whole life because you know she's pretty little and you started this site so it's always been a part of her life right well you know kind of by osmosis she's (laughs) she's heard everything and experiences everything and you know she grew up to become a beauty influencer Mm -hmm. so she's a blogger on her own and she has built her business so I kind of feel like it has had an influence on her in that respect like she's very tech able Mm -hmm. and um, you know it's so funny because I was showing her one of the features, a new feature on, on the site this morning. And so I showed her her name page, the Miranda name page. So that's her name, Miranda. Uh, that was going to be my next question. She texts me back and she goes, I just have to say, I love my name. And I said, well, I'm great. I'm glad you do, because if you didn't, I would have failed. Right. Whoops. I did not do a good job, I guess. Right. <laughs> that is so funny. And, you know, I, I, I'm curious, you know, so, so your daughter's name is Miranda and yeah. you know you're a baby naming expert this is your <laughs> you know your 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 area of expertise yeah do you I'm assuming you have a reason behind why you named her Miranda oh, which is a lovely yeah. name by the way I love that name I've always loved the name because it's a Shakespeare name mm-hmm. but this is how Miranda came about um, I was dating my husband or ex-husband now mm-hmm. at the time and he brought me home to meet his mother And because I love names, I said, what is your mom's maiden name? He said, Miranda. And I said, okay, well, that's going to be the name of our first daughter. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And of course, we'd only been dating a couple months and he looks at me like, like, all right, uh, okay, (laughs) fine. And I just decided right then and there. And so, you know, fast forward to we're married and we're expecting. 
And I said, I really love Miranda. And he's like, well, my mom's going to love that because, <laughs> you know, we'll honor her side of the family. And so I said, yeah, but what are we going to do about my mother? So oh, my goodness. mom is Margaret. So uh-huh. we put Margaret as her middle name. Oh, I love that. So she's Miranda Margaret after both grandmothers. That is so awesome. I just love that. <laughs> and, and I, you know, just as a side note, I, lo- I love that a lot because my children their middle names are named Mm -hmm. after people in our family so like my daughter's middle name is hazel and she's named not after my grandmother but we used the first letter of her name and her name was hertha Uh um and my grandmother's name was hazel oh i love that is that one of the most beautiful names i was gonna it was gonna be her first name but we decided on penelope instead and (laughs) what's really funny is for my son. So his first name is Orion, like the constellation. I love that right? name. Isn't that great? That was my yes. husband's idea. He's like, I, I think it. I really like this. And I was like, it works for me. And his <laughs> middle name, just it's, it's just so interesting to be talking about this with, with you, you know, like <laughs> the baby naming expert. Um, his middle name is Emmerich, which is a Welsh name. Yeah. And yeah. It's na- he's named for his grandmother my husband's mother who passed away when my husband was a young child and her last name was Evans so we took that first letter of the name to yeah. you know memorialize them so right. I just I, I just had to share that because I love that you did that with your daughter I mean it's obviously it's a different situation and you know yeah that's and beautiful everything, but I I really like the combination of Miranda Margaret I think that's Thank really you really unique it just happened to work and i like alliterative names too so her initials were mmm i love it um and they're still mmm because she she married a man whose last name was mendelson oh my goodness so there you go that is so great i i love it i think that is so so awesome um so i know we've talked about this a little bit but i would really love to hear because I, i i i feel like there's this passion for you not just loving names but I feel mm-hmm. like there's a passion behind it so I'd, I'd love to know why you're so passionate about names and about naming babies well I you know naming is such a part of culture Mm -hmm. and identity. And what I love about what I do is that everyone can identify with it. If I tell someone that I'm the founder of babynames.com, they'll be like, oh my God, I have a story about names, you know, either about their name or their family or their children. You know, there's always some kind of story. And I really like that. I like that everyone can identify. And I was just looking at the stats for our site and our podcast. And, you know, for the first time, it shows that only 50% of our visitors are from the U.S. It used to be more. We started at like 80%. So now we're reaching people all across the world. And I really love that. And it's really universal. Everyone has to have a name. And everyone has a name story. So I think that's why I'm passionate about it, because it's like universal. I think that is so cool, you know, and, and something that you just said just really struck a chord with me you said everyone has to have a name but mm-hmm. there's always a story and even right. if it's a very simple story just well I liked the name it's still a story and I I mm-hmm. just something that I feel strongly about as human beings is we all have stories all of exactly. us and yeah. I think there's something really powerful about 
names and the stories behind our names. So it's really cool to hear you say, you know, that that's part of your reasoning. Plus, right. I think it is so great that you're reaching all across the world. I mean, the world is a very big place, yet a very small place yeah, at the same exactly. time. You know? And yeah. that is just so wonderful and great. And, you know, with so many different cultures across the world and all these different things, names always have meaning. Just they mm -hmm. just do. And that's part of stories. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, you mentioned your podcast a few times, and I'd love to hear more about your podcast, what it's all about, when you got started. You know, tell me all about it. Great. Um, yeah, so we're always looking for ways to stand out and be different mm -hmm. um, and to keep up with the times. You know, we don't want to become stale. We are a 25-year-old business. Amazing. And so we're constantly trying to create and grow and um, be current. So I had done a couple podcasts with other people and had produced one for a friend. And I thought, why aren't we just doing one for baby names? <laughs> <laughs> I looked up there. Nobody was doing a baby names podcast. Really? So I just texted my sister and I'm like, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> and she texted me back. Yeah, sure. And what? like, we didn't really understand what we were doing. Well, I mean, I can relate to that. <laughs> and I thought like, do we have enough material? Like how many episodes can we talk about names? But it turns out it just keeps coming and coming and we find the most interesting topics. That's so cool. You know, and, um, in fact, you were talking about your son's name. We have an episode called Names from Space, oh, which is really cool. And I think I mentioned Orion on that one. I'm going to and, be listening to that one. And we have a whole episode on Welsh names oh. where we interview a Welsh name expert. Oh, my gosh. That is so um, cool. So all these things come to mind. And, you know, we have an upcoming episode, probably two episodes because we have two um two experts in the field. One is about names in the Holocaust, mm. and one is about Jewish name changing as they emigrated to America. Oh so that's going to be a really important episode, and I'm, I'm excited about that. So we have a lot of fun and frivolous episodes, but we also have some very serious episodes, too. I, you know, I just, I just want to interject something because I'm going to be on the lookout for those. I have Jewish heritage. My mm -hmm. my family is Jewish. Um, not my husband's side of the family, my side yeah. of the family. And my grandmother, mm -hmm. who just passed away in December, was a Holocaust survivor, as were oh. her parents, but especially her father. And it's I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for those two episodes because I think that those will be very powerful for me to listen to and share with yeah. my family. So that's amazing. Definitely. I just Definitely. love that you have this variety of serious and fun because mm -hmm. that's kind of what names are like, you know? Right. And like, so we have there. like names from Star Trek, which is a real fun one. Oh, and bet. then we have transgender renaming, mm -hmm. which is an important topic Absolutely. also. So we try to be very diverse in how we present our name content. And it, like I said, it just keeps coming. So we'll keep making episodes as, episodes as long as there's something to talk about. Which with names, I mean, come on. You're going to have stuff to talk about until you're like, listen, I, so. I can't even speak. I'm so tired. I'm, I'm 110 and we're still doing this, know. you know? That's so cool. I just am so excited to hear. I love getting excited about things like this, but mm -hmm. I hear it in your voice how much fun you have with it and I do I think that's so cool and that's like 
what's better in life than having fun and getting a lot of joy out of something that you enjoy doing I think that's yeah and with delightful. my sister too mm-hmm. like we have the ability to like fight with each other yeah. without uh really offending each other because right. we, we have that banter going on and we have for 50 x years that's you know great. so oh my gosh. so we do have kind of affinity with each other and we can tease each other and I think that goes into you know, the fun of the podcast as well. I love that. I love that. I mean, you're just, you're pulling at my heartstrings here, like in every way. And I just love it. Um, So while we're talking about your podcast and, you know, baby naming, let's talk a little bit about some current baby naming trends. I mean, this is your area and this is not my area, but it is (laughs) fascinating to me. So tell me a little bit about some current trends in the baby naming world. Well, there are several that I'm seeing. Um, For the past couple of years, flower names are really huge on the girls' side. Um, We're seeing things like Iris and Daisy and even Magnolia. You know, some of the more unusual flower names. Mm -hmm. Um, And on the boys' side, we've seen this whole trend of really, like, tough and what I call hyper-masculine, but I don't want to genderize it. Mm-hmm. So we call them like hyper-tough names, Okay, you know, like, like Remington, Colt, <laughs> you know, yeah. Firearms, Blade, mm-hmm. and things like that. And so I thought that was interesting that that's all coming up on the boys' side, too. But on both sides, and this is a fairly new trend, I'd say as of 2020, we're seeing like god and goddess names. Hmm, really? Right. So we're seeing like Persephone and Apollo, Greek and Roman gods, and and even um, you know some of the Nordic gods as well. Yeah. And uh, Freya is really huge on the girls' really? side. Yeah. So I think you know my I'm not a psychologist, but I'm saying my theory is that because we've gone through a very difficult time mm-hmm. this past year, I think parents really want to infuse a sense of power and strength into their children through their names and that's why all this is coming up that is a really interesting insight it really is and it makes a lot of sense you Mm -hmm. know because it has been a very difficult strange year for every single person you know I keep one of the things that I've been really enjoying lately as I'm you know talking to people and I'm interviewing so many amazing women specifically although I've got some really great male uh, guests coming up but (laughs) as I'm talking to people it's like amazing to me how there's never really been anything in any of our lifetimes that we all can relate to but this past Mm -hmm. year we can all relate to it and I think it is a really really amazing insight to see I I think you're right I think what you're saying makes so much sense you know we're going through this you know collective trauma essentially Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what better way to you know empower your children and give them this strong name you know what better way to to introduce them to the world this really weird world that they're being born into than to say you're going to name and it's going to be with you the rest of your life unless of course you choose to change your name which is a topic you know we could talk about (laughs) for sure I am sure but I I just I just really think that's a great insight that you have yeah and you know you're 
baby kind of represents hope and the future and so I think that's tied to it definitely and and that's something so important to keep in mind and and you know I I I just love that you said that I really (laughs) really do and it's an important you know an important point to make Mm -hmm. and that's one of the cool things about naming your child you know you, you you just get to give them this very special thing if you will I can't think of a better word I know there's a better word out there but I can't think of it right now you know this very special thing that you get to give them that starts their life and I love that you use the word hope in there because that's very very important right so I kind of want to change track for a few minutes and Mm -hmm. you know talk about some fun stuff some get to know you stuff you know I (laughs) these these next few uh thoughts that I have are, are things that I just love asking my guests because it's really fun for me to get to know you in a different way and I -hmm. feel like some of these questions kind of you get to know yourself in a unique way and that's just really fun for me I I love getting to know people so I'm going to give you two questions okay and they're similar but different the first one is if you could have drinks food dinner party or just (laughs) hang out or whatever with three people dead or alive fictional or real I always want to emphasize these don't have to be people I use people as a general term (laughs) are they animals are they animated are they Muppets are they you know I I can't think of other examples but are they drawings I don't know who would they be and why and remember they can be related to you if you want they don't have Mm -hmm. to be Um, and then the other one that's similar but also different and sometimes these three people are the same for people that's why I give them to you together okay mm-hmm. the second one is who are three people who have had the most influence on you in your life so take your um, time those <laughs> are good questions I love those questions it takes favorite. a while but yeah. I think if I were to have a little dinner party I and I put some thought into this I would definitely invite Vincent van Gogh mm. because I'm a fan girl yeah. like I've read everything about him and I think he's fascinating yeah and then Ada Byron, who was okay. the first female programmer. Oh, wow. Back in the day, her um, father was Lord Byron, mm-hmm. so um, he was an author, but Ada was the first female programmer, so I'd love to pick her brain. Yeah, that's cool. And then um, the 17th Earl of Oxford, who is Edward de Vere. And all evidence now points to him being the original author of Shakespeare works. Really? So I would have to interrogate him. Oh, yes. <laughs> I like that you use the word interrogate. Sit him down and say, okay, here we go, dude. Let's, Let's talk, talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> I love so I think it. that would make a very interesting tea or dinner party with those three people. I agree. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Those are really, you know, I always say, I love it. Those are such great answers. And when I say that, <laughs> I mean, like, they're so interesting and everyone has such interesting answers to these questions and it's something that I love because it's that reminder that we're all so different and we have such Mm -hmm. different interests and but we all still are people who want to meet other people anyway sorry to interrupt you I just had to say that's all right those are really cool answers um and as for my influences definitely my mother I was very close to her and um, she was an early childhood educator. Mm. So uh, we, I learned a lot about children and child raising through her. And I, 
you know, everyone feels like they did do a good job. But I've been told by my daughter that I did a very good job. I raised her on my own. Oh, good for um, you. And so I was a single mom. And so my mom would be definitely one of them. And then on the flip side, my dad was um, a, a work hard, play hard kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I got my work ethic from him um, because I work 24-7, yeah. it feels like. Um, <laughs> but I also stop and have a lot of fun. Yeah. And I make sure that my life is balanced, which um, he provided both of those for us uh, growing up. Um so both my mom and my dad. And I would have to say, you know, it, my daughter has influenced me a lot, too, because she's taught me so much from the minute she was born, um, not only how to parent, but how to experience life differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know from having children is that you start perceiving everything from their eyes. Everything yes. feels new yes. and fun and exciting. And I think that's what she brought to my life. And, of course, we've always been close. We've been BFFs. Mm-hmm. And um, and she's coming to visit for Mother's Day. Oh, so I'm yay. really excited. That's the best. We're both vaxxed and we're, we're excited oh, to is see that the each best? other and hang. Yeah. And uh, so, but she still teaches me a lot. You know, like I said, she's a beauty blogger and she brings a lot of the millennial perspective Mm -hmm. to um, our business and to my life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we share music. We have a shared music list where we share music and I teach her all about like Madonna and the Beatles and she teaches me all about what's trending now and so so, great yeah so we have that kind of relationship so I'd say definitely my mom my dad and my daughter have been the biggest influence on my life that is so lovely and I just love it I I just want to make a side note you said you're both vaccinated and I Mm -hmm. have to say I can relate because I was recently vaccinated and on Sunday which was a few days ago Mm -hmm. I hugged my sister and my sister-in-law for the first time in gosh I don't know 17 months or something it was very emotional and very overwhelming and it was just one of those moments where it was like is this real am I I really touching you like are we really embracing right now exactly and it was it was just powerful to have that moment together to be able to say like wow okay okay life Mm -hmm. again so I am so excited for you to see your daughter and and be together what people don't understand when they're married or living with somebody is or have other people in their bubble that there are people living alone Mm -hmm. like me yeah and the only human well not human the only contact I have is with my dog and my cats you know so that actually hug a human is really lovely it's powerful (laughs) it really really is and I you know, Mother's Day is what this weekend, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes yeah. me laugh because I'm like Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And I laugh because last year I didn't really get to celebrate Mother's Day the way I wanted. And it was my first right. Mother's Day. Aww. And the year before I was pregnant and I was in the hospital dealing with preeclampsia, thinking, oh, I'm about to oh, give birth yeah. to my babies at 28 weeks. And, you know, it held <laughs> oh, off for, for another month. But so I'm really excited for this year because it's like, wait a minute, this is real Mother's Day for me. Yeah. Now. I actually get to celebrate <laughs> Mother's Day. So I'm even more excited for everybody, you know, to, to be able to have that. So I am so excited for you to have Thank that with you. your daughter. Yeah. That is and a you big too. deal. And I am with so excited. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be a wonderful day for everybody. Yeah. Um, 
So my last really fun question is, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think you might appreciate this because of what you do with baby names and just names in general. This is kind of a, you know, a, a different direction with names. I ask mm -hmm. a lot of people this. Do you have a nickname? And I want to explain why I ask. Okay. So my whole life, I have really found that people tend to fall into two categories in terms of nicknames. People who love nicknames for whatever reason <laughs> and people who are like, ugh, nicknames, they're the worst. And it's just something that's always fascinated me. I don't know why, I can't really explain it. And the more people in life that I meet, the more I realize like, really people do fall into these two categories. It's very <laughs> rare that I find people who are like, I don't care. And even when I do, they usually, they still have a nickname. So I'm just curious if you have a nickname and what it is and how you got it, if you want okay. to share. <laughs> well, this is a complex answer because I'm a name person. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I fall into either category because I think if it's a nickname you give yourself, that's perfectly fine. But if somebody forces a nickname mm -hmm. upon you, I think that's a no-no. Yep. And I even tell parents, don't give your child a nickname as a given name. Mm -hmm. Like, give them the choice. Yes. You know, I give them the a way. formal name. Like, you know, if I had been named Jenny instead of Jennifer on my birth certificate, it probably would have been changed. Because mm -hmm. I went by Jenny as a child, and that absolutely stopped as soon as I went into middle school. <laughs> because I identified it with being a kid, mm -hmm. and I felt like I was growing up. Yeah. So I started to use Jennifer in middle school, and now I don't allow anyone to call me Jenny except one person, and that's my first grade teacher whom I'm still in contact with. <laughs> oh, how cool with. is that? And she's allowed to call me Jenny only because of our history mm -hmm. together, mm -hmm. um, and that's how she sees me. Um, so I think that's really cute. I love that. And um, so in college, so we have to fast forward, and now we're in the 80s, mm -hmm. okay? And mm -hmm. so I had a, a big high hair, and I was very into the culture. And because Biff and Tiffany were big, and then mm -hmm. I decided I wanted to be called Niff huh. for Jennifer. Oh, interesting. So every Everyone from my college calls me Niff or wow. Niffer, which is really bizarre. <laughs> I love uh, it. Because as soon as I graduated, that went away. <laughs> uh-huh. Of course. Of course. And no one calls you that so, ever again. <laughs> yeah. Right. So except all my friends from college still call me Niff. Mm -hmm. um, so that's wow. weird to hear now. But OK, that it was a term of endearment. Yeah. So. And then, you know, in regular life now, people are that are close to me call me Jen and mm -hmm. that's my normal nickname. I love it. You know, so that's that. <laughs> I, I have so much fun with that question because, you know, for me, I went through years where I just nicknamed people and it was never based on their name. I mean, yeah. occasionally <laughs> it was, I'd have really like weird nicknames that it was just fun for me. Mm -hmm. But like now I'm I, I still like nicknames if they're endearing, if there's a reason for it. Like, right. I've always been the kind of person I don't know why. And people probably judge me for this. But I get really annoyed when people call people by their last name. And that's oh, their yeah. nickname. I don't know why. That's like a major pet peeve of mine. Always has been. It's weird, <laughs> but it drives me nuts. But it's just it's just something that I find fascinating. And it's yeah. fascinating to me how people feel about it. And and I know it's probably a strange thing that other people are like, 
who thinks about this in such depth? <laughs> but I do. So well, yeah, and we get a lot of questions about it. Like mm-hmm. parents are really like wringing their hands. I can't think of a nickname for this name, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. And what I tell them because of my experience with my daughter is, no matter what you call your kid, they're gonna choose their own nickname yes, eventually. Exactly. You know, my daughter's nickname from when she was in the womb, I decided I didn't like Randy or Mandy, mm-hmm. so I want. Wanted to do Mimi. Mm-hmm. So when she came out, she was Mimi to the whole family. And then she outgrew it. Yeah. And she's like, eh, and I really don't want to be called Mimi anymore. Just like I outgrew Jenny. Right. Um, so the only people who really call her Mimi or Meme is me and my family. Right. Um, nobody else calls her that or she will allow. And, right. you know, just like me and Jenny. So what I tell parents is that it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like mean, you can call them that, but eventually they're going to want to choose their own nickname or go by their formal name. So don't worry about it. Don't fret. You're so absolutely right. And it is so nice to hear that. You know, when my when my kids were born, I was like, okay. I mean, I was that person who was like, all right, nicknames? What are we going to call them? What are we going to call them? And it drove me crazy for months. I was like, how do you nickname Orion? What are we going to call him? Rio? That doesn't work. And Penelope, I was like, I don't want to call her Penny. And yeah. I like Poppy, but what if she doesn't like that Poppy? And right. So right. they still don't have nicknames for me other than like sweetheart and baby and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just so funny because everyone, like my mom always kept saying to me, she's like, whatever you nickname her or him, they're probably either not going to like or it's not going to stick. She's like, let them tell you <laughs> yeah. when they're older. Like, almost the exact words that you used. And it's really, really cool to hear that. So I, I thank you for answering that that ridiculous question. It's one of my favorite no things in the whole world. Um, so lastly here, tell me where our listeners can connect with you, learn more about you, and learn more about your website. And some of this is obvious. <laughs> Well, the website is babynames.com. You can't forget about that. never. Um, We are on Facebook. We have a page, which is facebook.com slash babynames.com with the D-O-T spelled out. And that's where we are on all social media. And we also have a group for the podcast so people can come in and gab with me and Mallory about names, um, ask naming questions, and we're always in there talking to our listeners. And that's um, groups slash baby names podcast. Baby names podcast. I love that. Yeah, and the podcast is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. What so, um, What's subscribe. the name of your podcast? The Baby Names Podcast. I love it. I love it. So, you know, it's really easy. I love it. And you know what's better than easy? You know, I, I laugh a lot of the time, not to like sidetrack here, but I just have to say a lot of the time when I first started my podcast, I was like, all right, I like the hormonal mama. That's what I'm going to call mm-hmm. it. That's going to be great. And then I was like, all right. I'm starting a website because I have other things I want to offer, but do I name it the same thing or something different? And it was really important to me to name it the same, but I so rarely see that. I so (laughs) often see people name their podcast something completely different than their website. And I'm like, I don't understand that. So it's just kind of cool to hear. And it is what it is. I mean, it's not always about baby names, but it's always about names. Exactly. (laughs) Which is even better. I I love it. I'm so excited. And I have to say, Jennifer, I think this was an awesome conversation. I learned so much and I am so excited and I just have to say congratulations to you on keeping this 
amazing business going for such a, go- a long time and being so passionate and excited about it. It I am, is something yeah. really, really special. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to be on the show.